and welcome to episode number one, number one, number one of the motherfucking podcast. This is the official podcast of the rock and roll super group combo motherfucking ruckus. Uh, this is Aaron Howell, lead vocals, joined by Mr. Tony Lee, Sagittarius. Huh? Sagittarius? <laughs> what is your sign, Tony? Oh, you want to know my sign? Yeah, what is your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Oh, that means that you... Um, that means I was born in October. That means you like tater tots, and that you um, are really good at cuddling, and um, that means that... Uh, let's see, what's some other bullshit I can make up? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sarah could actually do your, your chart for you. Yeah? Dude, it's hauntingly... Like, I... I kind of blew off astrology for a long time, but it's hauntingly accurate. She's really, she's really good going. at that type of stuff. Kept blowing it off. You should have kept blowing it off. No, it's good. We're gonna do your chart sometime. It'll be good. Maybe we'll put it as an episode on the podcast. I got a chart. I didn't know I had a chart. Yeah, who's we got all, a chart? We all have charts. It's like going to the doctor, man. Everybody's got a chart, mm. and most of us just don't know what's on the chart. You know, and the doctor looks at the chart and goes, everything here looks great. I think the last time I actually read anything that had to do with astrology was in the red eye. Like a, a free Chicago like rag that they have. And I didn't have a car, so I was just on the train. And after you're done reading everything, the five pages that it is, you know, that's all that's left is... Uh, Find out what kind of bullshit they're trying to feed you with astrology. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> be ready for a surprising phone call this week. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, one of the things that I learned uh, was this idea that to use like tarot or uh, astrology to predict the future is to debase one of the most sublime forms of un- personal understanding on the planet. Like, there are things that it's really good for, and a lot of people have kind of uh, done a disservice to these tools uh, by making them into something more than they are by saying that you can use them to predict the future. But they are really good for, like, connecting to, like, unconscious archetype type of shit. Like, like I, I love how I just tried to sound all smarty pants there and just ended it with type of shit. But, like, uh, Carl Jung type of stuff. Like, you look at tarot cards, they're... They're symbols. They communicate with your unconscious. It's just a suggestion. It's just a suggestion. Well, a, you're going to have a good day today, and you just look out for a good day. Yeah, yeah, and you start looking around going, oh, well. Oh, well, I found a nickel on the ground. Hey, was, the, the red eye was works. right. Yeah. <laughs> this, this astrology stuff, there's something to it. I was five cents short of my bus car, so, yeah, it's a pretty good day. <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk about um, some some rock legends who left us this week. Uh, Fast Eddie Clark, yeah, and uh, and uh, the gal from the Cranberries. We found out today. Yeah, uh, and we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to do another commentary Tuesday. Do you know what song we're doing? I, I have to look at the list. Um, I'll have to look at the list here in a second. Uh, we're going to do a one for the homies segment this, le- uh, yeah, this week. Yeah, brand new segment I want to start. Yeah. Brand new segment on the first episode. We've been we've been talking about doing this for a long time. Just kind of, we, we've been doing uh, Fanboy Fridays on the Facebook account where we yeah. give a shout out to uh, to friends of ours who are in bands. Because some of our, fa- our favorite bands in the world, and this is, this is in all sincerity, some of our favorite bands in the world are bands that our friends are in. Yeah. So. So uh, we're gonna do a uh, one for the homies this week, and uh, and yeah. So uh, let's get right into it, shall we? 
Okay, little uh, motherfucking news coming your way. We've got a. We have a few things that we're working on. We are uh, got nothing going on for the month of January. We're pretty much taking the uh, the winter time to get some writing done. As you may or may not have heard, uh, Tony and his wife Laura have moved out here to Denver to spend some time with us while we get some writing and gigging in. Um, Next month, which is February 2018, we're going to be going up to Evergroove Studio, uh, which is the studio we've been working with, to uh, to record some live videos. Uh, I was up there yesterday. What were you up there doing? Uh, me, Laura, and Nini uh, went out hiking around, you know. Oh, you just went to go see Brad and say what's up? No, I kind of wanted to pop in, but I thought it'd be rude just to call Bottle Blue and pop in like that. So I didn't, but I kind of regret not doing it because, I mean, why not? I think he would have been cool with it. Yeah. But Br- Brad sorry, is... sorry, Brad. Yeah. I don't, I don't well, or, or you're welcome, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, maybe he was just kicking it and didn't want anybody over to Yeah, him. yeah. I mean, what if you caught him in the middle of, like, him and Jenny's mommy-daddy time? That would have been awkward. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I went out, so we went on a hike anyway. Oh, that's cool, man. Um... You went and saw Buffalo Bill's grave? Yeah. <laughs> right on, dude. <laughs> and, then, and that video is just uh, me, Laura, and Nini recreating the scene from Spinal Tap where they're in front of Elvis's grave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to have to get that video somehow and post it in the comments of the website. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out a way to do that, uh, post it in the description. But uh, we're good. going up next month. We're going to re- uh, do 16 songs for a new uh, video series that we're going to do it. Uh, I've been really trying, and I'm sure you've noticed this, Tony, I've been really trying to put out a new video uh, every week, and um, and we've been getting a really good response for it, so we're going to do a bunch of new stuff that nobody's ever heard before. We're going to do some kind of left-field covers. We're going to do some songs by some friends' bands, uh, and uh, we're going to do some old stuff. Uh, it's it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, coming up in March... Um, we are going to be doing two shows with uh, original Do- uh, original Misfits guitarist Doyle uh, Von Frankenstein, or however you say Frankenstein. that. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, we're going to be doing some shows with him. Uh, we'll be uh, March 16th, my birthday, March 16th, 2018. We'll be at the Mesa Theater in Grand Junction. And... Uh, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, Amateur Night, we will be at Herman's Hideaway here in Denver. Oh, also in February, we're working on a working on a Veil show, but uh, I don't know really uh, if that's going to happen yet. I didn't uh, see that one. Yeah, yeah, we we got we got we got a Veil show in the works, and uh, that's a super secret show. Yeah, not super, even the band knows about it. yet. We don't even know about it yet. Um, and then, oh, also um, coming up this March, we may, 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 may hmm? go to Chicago. We don't know yet. Oh yeah. We might go to Chicago. So I will definitely be in Chicago. So you'll be in Chicago for a wedding, regardless. Yeah. But we might, we might go to Chicago and play a show. We are waiting to get that worked out. Don't know if that's going to happen yet. April, Logan's getting married. How about that? Logan's yeah, finally getting married to his longtime lady, Becky White. Um, what? There's Miss White. They're going <laughs> uh, to be getting married here in Denver, and we're going to be going out and having one hell of a bachelor party in Oklahoma City. Yeah. We have discussed playing a show, but don't know if it's the best idea because we're going to be partying. I've already decided 
that if these guys decide to blow it by doing a party show and getting too wasted, I'm going to take as much acid as I can before we go on stage in Oklahoma City. So maybe it's we'll, almost worth just doing the show to see that. Just to see me take acid and do a show. Oh man. Oh, yeah. it might be. Well, so but we may we may do a show around that bachelor party. We may not. We're going to be out there going to the Reverend Horton Heat unknown Henson and um uh, fly, uh, Red Elvis's show. I've never seen the Red Elvis's. Wait, Red Elvis is playing that night? Yeah, too? they're the opener. Whoa, that's a killer show. Yeah, that's going to be a great show. The last time I saw Reverend Horton Heat play, um, I think National Pussy was opening up for him, but uh, Unknown Henson was playing as well. Oh, really? And we showed up and uh, we saw the opening band, I think it was Lucky Tub, the National Pussy, then Reverend Horton Heat, and we thought we had missed Unknown Henson, thinking that, like, you know, thinking that he would be one of the headliners. And he didn't come on stage, and then after Reverend Horton Heat was done, Unknown Henson comes out, and Reverend Horton Heat was the backup band. Really? That's cool, it man. Really cool. That's probably what they'll do this time, though, too. If, yeah, that's good. And then the Red Elvises are kick ass. I've been fat, wanting to see the Red Elvises forever, man. Fat Body loves that band. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's April 7th at the uh, Tower Theater in Oklahoma City. We're not playing it, but uh, we would love to see you there. Uh, can, we, can we open up? Yeah, can we open up? Yeah. Is somebody listening to our podcast? That'll be, that'll be the show that. <laughs> yeah, we so, play. somebody get us on that goddamn Reverend Horton Heat show. God damn it! Um, <laughs> Logan's saying no. no! <laughs> yeah, Logan's what going. What are you doing? I don't want to work on my bachelor party. <laughs> um, but then, uh, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a party for Logan's birthday and or not for Logan's birthday for it's Logan's. For Logan's wedding day, uh, we're going to be having a show at the Walnut Room that April. Um, we're going to be doing just basically a set of covers and fun stuff and just do like 30 minutes of fucking around. It should be pretty good. Um, we're going to be getting back into the studio this summer uh, to do another 12 rough tracks for um, the Frontlines of Good Times project. Uh, Frontlines of Good Times Chapter 2 is in production right now. Josh Finley's working on the project. We just finished uh, working on the second comic. We just finished uh, putting the finishing touches on the second song, uh, which should be going to mix next month. So stay tuned for that. We're working on a very cool music video uh, with Ida Logani and Jamie Jorgensen. Jamie Jorgensen is working on doing a stop motion animation thing. It's, it's looking like it's going to be pretty cool. And, a lot uh, of irons in the fire there. A lot of irons in the fire. Staying really busy. No uh, kidding. And then uh, no specific touring plans as of yet. We are waiting to hear from the label as to when we'll be going out to Europe next. But I imagine we will be um, back in Europe. Uh, this coming fall 2018 so if you have any specific request uh, of places that we should go uh, please contact us via our website or uh, mfruckusinfo at gmail.com uh, we're, we're looking to mix it up we've got Tony out here for a few years and, and we're hot to do some gigs so uh, yeah hit us up and let's get some shows booked other than that I can't think you got any other news there Tony? Hell no, man. I think you covered just about everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's all I can really think of right now. So, um, lost a couple good ones this week. Uh, first off, and, and probably... That's because Eddie Clark is good enough for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Tony... Uh, I'm not, I, I, you know, I don't know if I don't like the Cranberries. I just, I don't think I really know. I think, what, what was their popular song? 
Uh, Linger was oh, was okay. the big popular one, and then uh, Zombie. You know, zombie, zombie. When I was like, my biggest memory of Dolores O'Riordan was I was watching Saturday Night Live with my grandmother, and it was right after Zombie came out, and she was on Saturday Night Live doing that song, and I'm just a little kid, so I'm like, wow, look at this lady, like, what is she singing about? I had never heard anything like that in my life, you know, and uh, my grandma's, you know, who's kind of. I, I get the feeling my grandma's been old her entire life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, looking back, she's in her 80s now. So at that point, she must have been maybe 60. So she's like, she was probably younger than my dad is now. And she was like, she was like, oh, that's not even music. It's not even singing. And da 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 da. And that made me want to listen to it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was never like, I was never like a huge. Cranberries fan, but but I definitely appreciate her contribution to to the genre, and she had a very unique and um, an amazing voice. And uh, more than anything, uh, I am just really kind of saddened by the callousness of some people, like cracking jokes at her expense and and kind of ripping on her and saying all these things. And it's like. Who the fuck ever wants to be famous or successful if basically what's going to happen is when you die, they take your corpse and string it up like a pinata and just collectively all beat the shit out of it and little joke candies come fucking spilling out onto the ground. Like, I, it's awful, dude. It's something that really bothers me that, like, that people do is just, like, after someone, you know... I want famous, that at my next birthday party for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. A big Dolores O'Riordan pinata? See, we're doing it. No, I want the jokes to come flying out. Oh, oh. Did you, oh, that's a great idea. Candies. Make, like, uh, just wrap up little jokes, like, like fortune cookie fortunes, and put them inside the fucking pinata. So you hit the pinata, and you can, like, open up and find, like, a little joke in there. And they can be everywhere from like really good jokes to like really awful ones like just the word fart on a piece of paper <laughs> just the, the big hunk of, of jokes <laughs> that's the big hunk of jokes so I looked up uh, you got zombie linger for uh, the cranberries on Spotify those are those are their big hits yeah an ode to my family dreams and number five linger Again, yeah, they had to do it twice. So good, they had to go twice. Oh, I think there there was an acoustic live version that they released when they got back together. Um, but yeah, 46 years old. Uh, apparently, from what I read, her family is trying to keep the circumstances surrounding her death private. So for the sake of journalistic integrity, even though this is a MF Ruckus podcast, we'll, we won't... Uh, we won't speculate Such an too much. To actual journalist that had to go to school and <laughs> no write papers, and dude. It used to be it, if you wanted to get into radio, you had to like really work your ass off. Now you could be some dork in his basement with a laptop and get some podcast on and get a bunch of Patreon subscribers who who pay you like you know five hundred grand a year just to make a podcast in your basement about something that they like. Knowing us, if we got 500 grand from Patreons, we still wouldn't be making any money. We'd yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd just be going in every project. <laughs> yeah, we'd be spending it on all sorts of dumb shit. Yeah. Um, but the one that Tony was definitely most impacted by, the, the death that happened this week that Tony was most impacted by was Fast Eddie Clark passed away. Yeah, man. At the age of 67, the last member of the, the original Motorhead lineup to pass away. Um, so, Tone, what was... what was, was riffage. 
Always the riffage. Yeah? Yeah, man. Fuck. Attitude, riffage, it was good. What was your... What was kind, your of, kind of what the whole band's really about, though, you know? It's like, none of it's really hard to play or anything. It's just badass to play. Yeah, yeah. And... It's fun as fuck to play. It's fun as fuck to play. What was your favorite uh, Fast Eddie Clark riff to play? Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah. Double script, the Iron Fist. Yeah, man. So, uh, 67 years old, which... Um, I think Lemmy was probably the oldest of the three when he died, right? Lemmy was... I don't know. They all, they, I guess they all died within a few years of each other, though, huh? What, yeah. When did Phil die? Phil died a little bit before Lemmy. Um, and, and I think... I like to think that Eddie died from a broken heart. <laughs> like in the notebook. Like, uh, like, what if they just found Lemmy and Fast Eddie just like lying in bed together and they were like, oh my god, that's the sweetest thing. It's like uh, Johnny and June, man. Um, probably not, though. They, they just did a bunch of drugs, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're... He died in uh, November 2015. Wow. Yeah. They all died within like two years of each other. Wow. Or three years. Yeah, man. That's young, too. Those guys lived pretty hard. Yeah. Wow. And everybody said they were going to live forever. Yeah, right? And in my in my existence, since I was born, that was forever, up until they died. You know, to, to us, 67 is old as fuck. Like, those of you... Okay, so those of you who've met us on tour out in Europe and stuff like that, you've probably met my dad, uh, the merch dad, Mike. Um... And my dad's only 63, and he just seems old as fuck to me. But that's also because he's a, you know, silver-haired fucking Dorcas Malorcas. But <laughs> dad's you know, cool as hell. Yeah, man. he is cool as hell. 60, like, Fast Eddie Clark was <laughs> older than my dad when he died, but my dad seems like a hundred years older than Fast Eddie Clark, you know what I mean? He did all the hard life first, now it's time for him to party. Yeah, yeah. So he just gets every beer from every country, pounds the shit out of him. It's pretty badass. It's pretty great to watch, yeah. So uh, our condolences to the families of uh, of Fast Eddie Clark and uh, Dolores O'Riordan. Uh, thank you very much for your contribution to the world of music, and uh, you will be missed here on the earth. It is Commentary Tuesday. Uh which we might have to start calling this something different if we're going to be doing a full podcast, even though I think we'll be releasing it every Tuesday. But we'll uh, release it every Tuesday anyway. Yeah. Why so, not? Yeah, we'll just keep releasing I mean, it every as Tuesday. As long as you know how to edit it or even send it, because that's all you. I'm not going to do a damn thing with that. But if you know how to do it, we can definitely do that on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be you easy. You can do it on Tuesday. Well, most people are probably going to be just listening to this. All the four people that listen to this are probably going to be listening to it on our website. But... but it, we are going to submit it to iTunes and, and Stitcher and all that good stuff, so keep an eye out for that. Um, so yeah, so this commentary segment, this Commentary Tuesday, we are going to do a song that we never play anymore. And I don't think I've even heard this song in quite a bit. Dude, it bums me out that we don't play it. I'm pretty sure it's in D. This song's if fun I as fuck. If I the guitar right now, I can maybe play it. Dude, you would be able to play it so easily. This was this was one of those songs that we just like put together on the fly. You know what I mean? Like the album needed another song, and we just went ha, cha, 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 cha. just like we don't party. Yeah. Uh, so this week's commentary is for uh, "I'm a Machine." I do like this song. I can't, it's one with all the hammer on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't know why we stopped playing it. 
I don't know. Um, That's it. We're playing it. Yeah, totally. We need to add this one back in. Um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna. Okay, so we're gonna add this one back in. So we're just gonna. I don't remember really a lot of the history. I think we wrote it when we wrote it when Tay was still in the band for sure. We wrote it when Jerry was still in the band for sure. I know where we wrote it. We wrote it in the basement of Electronica when we were rehearsing there. I remember that. Um, and the whole idea of this song was just like, it it's, was just about cocaine, right? It's just about doing a shitload of cocaine and, and like, I'm a fucking machine, man, programmed to party, you know? Like, that was the whole idea. So, okay, so let's jump into the song. See that hammer-on riff? That shit's so cool, man. That's probably exactly what I said when I came up with it. That's fun as fuck. Why'd you stop doing this song? I came here to party. I came here to dance. I came here to sniff some shit and get in some chick's pants. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a big thinking man song, that's for, for sure. Yeah, man. The, the thing that like I really had a lot of fun doing with this vocally is that that and if we, and if we ever like did it too fast like that part would always get mumbled and fucked up but it always but it was always fun in like a really cool way it always be it's brown as fuck dude it's really, it's, Yeah, it's pretty much just about inviting your friends over to do cocaine because you have a nice class table. Can you tell him doing the back up straight here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, actually, not to tell a trade secret, but um, we had to overdub that in the studio. Um, like a lot of the, oh, with all the secrets in the world. I know, man. Give it away. So, but this was this was the only song I think that we needed to. Like there was other things that we did some overdubs on in the studio, but this was the only one we had to like go in and overdub some uh, some vocal stuff. I'll give you one big giveaway right here. That's really cool. Watch this. Watch this. Okay, so that's real. At the Gothic Theater, right? Oh, yeah. That's real. That's in the studio. This is in the studio. Basically, like, we listened to the mix, and my voice was just super pitchy and out of phase and didn't sound right. So this, like, this verse was, was recorded in the studio. And I want to say, me and Tay went in and redid this background vocal part. So, now you all know, we're a bunch of fucking goddamn Peter Frampton fake-ass live album making motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, we used to be. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get them next time. Next time we play this song, we'll do it. See, and that's why it sounds better. Like, when, when we did the original version of this, that little end fucking ah, was so fucking pitchy, it was like painful to listen to. And we, 
We just didn't want to put it out like that. Yeah, I guess you're right. But that is us. That's exactly how we played that night, though. It is exactly. Okay. <laughs> but still, you want to give people a good product, right? You'd be surprised how often that happens with live album it's albums, man. That's that's like, uh, what's the name of the Peter Frampton album? Frampton Comes Alive. Alive. Yeah. yeah. He did a ton of that shit. And, yeah. Uh, so did Kiss, you know? Yep. Tons of it. It's all right. All right. So that's uh, this week's Commentary Tuesday episode. This is the one for the homies section of the podcast where we talk about um, what, some stuff that our, our friends' bands have been up to recently. And uh, this week for episode one, yeah, we're going to... I came up with the idea, so I'm picking the first band. Yeah, we're going to give a shout out to Tony's, Tony's main love. Yeah, Tony's... Tony's Tony's main family band back there in in Chicago. Back there in Chicago. Back there in Chicago. The Blind Staggers have uh, have just put out some stuff, and uh, and yeah, we just featured this song on on a Stagger Day post this last Saturday on uh, on our Facebook page. Tony, why don't you tell us a little yeah. bit about the song? We got well, the, the song the song's uh, already out on the single, the Indian Scummer, <laughs> the Indian Scummer tapes cassette single. You can download it, it's on Spotify and all that, you know? But, uh, yeah, we got a new album coming out. Cool. And, uh, almost all of it's recorded. Me and Laura made sure to get it, all of our parts done before we had to uh, get out of there. But, uh, yeah, the album's called We're Doing All Right, dot, 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 considering. <laughs> We're doing all right, considering. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, me and Damien and Shrek and Laura... And uh, we got a new drummer. We got Tiny Braden, and uh, I'm not sure what his last name is. I want to say Selick, Selick, Selick. Sorry, Braden. Selick. Yeah, but Tiny joined the band. He's he's been a great addition to the band. You know, um, he's he's on all the new stuff as well that we're uh, writing here. So um, I guess I'll just say that this song is called "Used to Party" because uh, that's <laughs> Damien and, and Laura just kind of came up with this idea. That we're all getting old, and and uh, remember when we used to party, but now we just do drugs. For those that do, or just give hugs if you're playing, uh, you know. Yeah, church. we just give hugs. Uh, anyway, um, it's yeah. it's kind of a sad song, but it's also a really funny song, and it's. You probably know more about the lyrics than I do to this song. I just know the chorus is: I remember when we used to party. I remember when we used to party. I remember when we used to party. Now we just do drugs. Yeah, that's like it's like yeah. We used to party. Now we just do drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, the band's always been kind of a sad bastard band, you know? Like, the, the lyrics anyway. Well, it definitely speaks to... Um, it definitely speaks to where, uh, you know, Damien's at and where I... Or where Damien was at before he kind of cleaned up his act and where I was at before I cleaned up my act, you know? it, yeah. it It's like... It's this feeling of like, man, I used to be doing this thing because it was it was fun to get fucked up and rage with my buddies, and now it's just kind of this dark, sad. Uh, for some. For some. Because I still think it's a lot of fucking fun. To do drugs? Oh no, I don't know anything about drugs. <laughs> don't. You don't even do drugs. Yeah, I don't know shit about. Weed ain't no drugs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, off the. The Blind Staggers' new cassette and forthcoming album, Indian uh, The Indian Scummer. This song is called uh, I Remember When We Used to Party. It's just called Used to Party. Oh, this song is called Used to Party. Let's go take two. <laughs> 
Well, that's going to do it for episode one of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We are going to do everything we can do to get this on Stitcher and iTunes and all the other things. We are learning this as we go. Our recording studio is basically my iPhone. And my living room. In, in Tony's living room. We're doing all this on GarageBand. We're kind of learning as we go. So, uh, yeah, Skabicki, I know you're going to be listening to this. So any, any hey, pointers... Any uh, any pointers you could give would be greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, uh, any other feedback, post it in the comments section uh, on the website, mfruckus.com. There will be a blog post going with this uh, with this podcast. And, uh, and yeah, if you have any other questions, uh, shoot us an email, uh, mfruckusinfo at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. I'm Aaron. I'm Tony. And uh, we're motherfucking ruckus, man. We are. Catch you on the flip side. But no matter what I have, I'm a toe keeper tapping in a crank it on up to ten. You want me to settle down?